With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, Pella, they're day one, man. They're, they're, they're day one homies for the Nick Bob Podcast. They've been with me from day one. And, you know, not only is Pella a great company, they got great people there. I went to school with my guy Vince, just a great dude. They're the kind of people you want to do business with. And if you've pushed off a project with some windows or some doors, something like that, now is the time to turn that project into a reality because we all know a new set of windows, a new door can do a lot of things for you, can change the look, the vibe, the feeling of your home. It can add value to your home. Plus it can make your home more energy efficient. Pella checks all those boxes and then some Pella can provide window and door solutions to any home. And again, working with the people at Pella second to none. So hit them up online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the Nick Bob podcast is powered by Runza. Runza has an app, and you need to download that app because as a father of two little kids, anything that can increase speed and efficiency when it comes to eating, I'm all for it. And the app does that. I can order food on the app, pop into the restaurant. It's ready for me. It's hot. I'm in. I'm out. I'm now like a finalist for dad of the year or something like that. And it's in large part due to the Runza app and ordering is a breeze on the app. You can customize your order. You can get all your favorites just the way you want them. Plus, you can earn points for rewards in the app. You can score free food from Runza in the app. So go download the Runza app. You can get Runza, get rewards, then get more Runza all on the app. Runza makes it all better. All right. I mean, I feel like we're very similar to a lot of Husker fans. We're tired. We're recording this on Sunday. We're tired. <laughs> yes. I, on, my voice seems to getting getting stronger, but I feel like I woke up a little hoarse from yelling at the game. We got a lot to talk about. We were at the game together. We had an out-of-body experience towards the end of the third quarter. How are you feeling today? Are you fatigued today? I feel, I mean, I had a couple of beers tailgating. Yeah, me too. I felt like I, and I didn't drink anymore after that. I kind of was surprised. So we we convened in the parking lot afterwards. It was the most perfect situation to drink, but we were almost too distraught to drink. I think we were ex- like we were just worn out too. I <laughs> I feel hungover today, like I had been up all night drinking, right. but I wasn't. I, I think, couldn't go to bed last night. Oh, I was just I was just like I was so tired, but you had adrenaline that had been pumping for about that's it five straight hours. That's that it. It made it hard to sleep. Oh. But so we were at the game. That was, I mean, it's hard when you do that. Like, I'd have a hard time writing down 10 better Memorial Stadium environments. I don't know that I can remember five where I was that uh, exuberant at times. We were, we had, for an entire quarter, we're throwing high fives to everybody around us everybody organically the turned around yeah. and we're throwing and you just knew we're throwing fives right. i don't remember doing that 
for a whole quarter in my whole life. The whole third quarter was pandemonium. Yeah. Pandemonium. And the fourth quarter didn't didn't slow down either. It was a half full of just, it was crazy. People losing it. But yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things you like, you'd, it's been a while since I'd been at a sporting event. So obviously didn't go, I hadn't been to a game since maybe 2019. Yeah. And it had been a while since I'd been physically there. And you, I let myself go emotionally, Oh, which kind of feels good. <laughs> you know, you, you, you just no guarding it. No, nothing like you just open up, I dive straight in. I oh, dove into yeah. Scott Frost's arms. Yeah. <laughs> Hoped he was going to catch me. He caught me for a little bit and then ultimately dropped me. But I think it's like a good pain, if that makes sense. It's Nick, pain, but I think it's a good pain. Before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of the game, I was at uh, Fordham. I was at Buffalo. Yeah. It was a reserved crowd. It was a little bit of cheering here or there. Um, but we've had about three years where our fan base has been waiting to just let it out. Right. They let it out this game. We lost a game, but I think everybody walked away feeling like better and relieved in some weird way because they got to have a a pretty special moment and we lost. That's the thing. There's there's so many things about this situation that defy logic that make you question not like – Certainly not what you're, I guess, kind of what you're seeing, what you're feeling, because two things don't quite add up. Like, I mean, I thought Dirk, I mean, I was going to save this for the end, but Dirk kind of put it best in his, in his column. He, he basically goes, I swear I'm watching a good team, but they're three and four. Yeah. That that's where it it is. It is defying logic. I, I feel like I am objective enough to know if I'm watching a good team or a bad team. I feel like I'm watching a pretty good team, and they just don't win. We don't win right now. We can't win close games. Illinois was a setback. Since then, we have made progress every week. You can't tell me you didn't watch the last three games, and especially Michigan, who's a good team. They're not, maybe not, the best team in the country, but they are a really good team. Right. And we looked as good as them in pretty much every way. Yeah. That to me is the progress that makes me feel. I didn't walk away feeling that bad. Yeah. You were surprised. You were distraught, but you were like, I've been worse. Michigan state. I felt terrible. My body language sucked after the game. Oklahoma. I I felt terrible. Right. I felt way better after Michigan than those other two games, because to me, I thought Michigan is a better team than both of those teams. I think yeah. they're better than Oklahoma. But I I saw progress in a complete game other than a couple plays that, you know what, and a couple calls that that's football. That They made the strip. They made a play. Like, they are making plays to win the game, too. Right. It's not us beating ourselves. Right. That was progress to me. Totally agree. And so we'll shelve that kind of conversation and let's dive into the to the nitty gritty of it, because I've been I, denying you nitty gritty. Yeah, I just You've want, been I want nitty gritty from you. Let's get in. Don't want to get nitty gritty with me. Let's get but, it. So 
this was one of those games where I was, I contemplated, am I going to rewatch this game or not this morning? But I was like, you know what? I woke up, threw a pot of coffee on, you know, sat down like a coach, you know, and just, the kids played hard. They competed. What are you going to do? But <laughs> so I rewatched the game and I, you know, I'm always to let people behind the curtain. So, you know, whenever we do these things, I think of, okay, like, how are we going to, how are we going to attack this recap pod? Do we just talk about the three phases? Do we talk about uh, big you picture. Know, yeah. the big picture? Do what, what do we do? There are certain games that, that I don't know how else to go about it without going drive by drive. Yeah. I'm telling you, I sat down to watch the game and I chart all the drives and I get to halftime and I go, I don't know how else Bo and I are going to do this without going drive by drive. Yeah. I promise everybody I'll be, you know, we'll keep it moving. Yeah. But but you made a good point right before we started. You said you felt differently watching the TV copy than in the stadium. Yes. I walked away on a variety of areas of the game and the team feeling differently upon the second watch. And I think that's where sometimes it helps to go to bed, sleep, wake up, rewatch it. And it, you you come away with kind of a different set of opinions to a certain extent. But you ready to get, you ready to do it? Let's do it, boy. And we I want a- you to do you dive in and you cut me off and you go off on things, okay? Well, so obviously, toe meets leather. The sun was setting in Memorial Stadium, brought a tear to a brother's eye, dog. Mm-hmm. I was like, Valentino's pizza right here, <laughs> give it to me. But so Michigan goes three and out. Nebraska first drive of the game. What a hell of a first play! Little misdirection, screen pass to Ramir Johnson, chunk play. Great. Great way to get the crowd engaged and to, to move the ball down the field. The thing you forget about this drive is they get to a fourth and six and oh, they yeah. go for it. Exactly. You watch like, oh shit, I forgot. They got to a fourth and six. They were in that no man's land of two would have been too long of a field goal. Yeah. But if you punt, you know, you're like in a game like a 10 yards. Yeah. So they go for it and great pickup on a, on a wheel route to Omar Manning. Really good catch by Manning. Yeah, like he, you know, because he, he's gonna, you know, he's got to go up and use that big body, catch it. He's gonna get hit, but that's a pretty big fourth down pickup. People, people yeah. transition to the goal line, and we'll get to that in a second here. Really big pickup on fourth and six to Omar Manning. Yeah, and, and that was the first of about four of those like wheel sky balls we've thrown that game that were pretty good. So it's a game. Those became uh, every time the ball went up high like that. We're like, whoa, that's high. You're right. That game, <laughs> that game had four or five moon ball wheels yeah seriously and you're just like is this gonna work you're like whoa <laughs> but it, but every all of them are like perfect but big yeah. pickup on fourth and six get all the way down to the three yard line fourth and two from the three the first kind of big moment of the game here well let me stop you there because you rewatched the tv copy yeah. we were in the in the stadium trying to watch the reviews because it was third and two, and then it was fourth and two. Adrian had two cracks at it. Did you feel like if he puts his head down on the third down, he can get it? Because I felt like he ran out of bounds on the third down pretty easily. I thought on both runs, I think you and I in the stadium thought Adrian kind of pushed it a little bit. Or I just, thought on yeah. both runs, and that might be strong. I'm not. I'm, he. I, I thought he. He could have ran a little, finished the run. Did a little he want to dive into contact and 
dive forward. So I thought the big fourth down, he got he got stoned. Or third down, he got stoned pretty good. Fourth down, they bring in Chancellor Boone's in the third. Did came they? in and said, "You rang, you rang, Jeeves. You rang, sir. You want a motion on a pancake?" Ready. But so Chancellor comes in. They kind of look like they were going to have have a hat on a hat. And Ramir gets out in front. You know, they get Allen down blocking. But here comes Brewington. Yeah. And these Michigan guys just make pretty good plays and get off blocks. And Bo, at the time, you're like, God, Adrian's got to get down and try to. Nothing there. There's nothing there. Okay. He was. He wasn't. He was not going to get that. Sometimes it's the angle and the the, the replay. The I, yeah. yeah, I was. I wasn't sure what the angle because it was like I, I would have thought he had an, he had the room, but apparently didn't. he he. They just Michigan made a hell of a play. Yeah, I guess the question becomes. Obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I kind of wanted, I wanted Frost to kick the field goal in the moment. Yeah, I'm not just saying that after the fact. I thought you take the we, points. We talked you, about it, and you said, "Why aren't we taking the points here?" Yes. I was a little bit more fifty fifty because last week we were good. Like we were good on, on those, fourth and shorts. Yes, on the goal line, we looked good with our our QB runs, which we tried to do. Um, I like the play call. Like I can't get mad. You put it in Adrian's Michigan hands. Michigan beat us in those two plays, and that's the part where I'm not mad about it because to uh, to me, I and I even said what Frost said in the presser. I said, "Are we going to win this game with kicking field goals?" Right. I didn't think we were, and that's why I'm not ready. It's to- surprising that we could have. Right is the part where yeah. Well, obviously, when you get to the fourth quarter, you now go, "Well, shit." It'd have been nice to have that at half. Uh, field at goal. half, you weren't feeling too bad about. But I can understand. I can everything laid out. Nebraska, we could go and had success on short down situation, short yarded situations in the yeah. red zone, running Martinez, and it felt like a game where I don't think anyone saw the scoring explosion that ended up kind of ensuing. Yeah. It felt like a game where I agree with Frost that you needed to score touchdowns, field goals, probably weren't going to get it done. I'm not ready to to die on this hill of like wrong call. You blew it. Eh, that's that's these a, are the roll the dice. That's things. a coin flip. That's not a yes. hey. You absolutely kick that field goal every time situation. I think you can go either way. The only thing, real quick, on that we're already we're only through the first drive, but uh, the only thing with that is I did think you kind of had an opportunity. Crowd was juiced. You go three and out. You force a three and out. Yeah. You drive down the field. You go from at least if you get points. You keep the crowd into it, and now all of a sudden Michigan gets a goal line stand. And I, to be honest with you, as much as Memorial Stadium was juiced for the rest of the first half, yeah, it's it's settled. It's down. settled down a little bit. So again, everything's hindsight twenty twenty. I get it. It's just unfortunate. Again, the two Michigan guys got off blocks, made good plays. Yeah, there you go. Michigan then takes over at the three yard line they get two first downs or forced to punt but so they so they get they got out of the end the shadow of their own end zone uh and are, and are forced to punt nebraska's second drive starts at the 35 yard line this is where re-watching it some penalties ended up being really really detrimental to nebraska nebraska gets an automatic first down with a michigan holding on a pass uh, basically pass interference. So they get the ball all the way to the 48-yard line. They're about at midfield on their second drive. They get a great, they run a great option, pitch to Levi Falk, gets a nine-yard gain. So they are now into Michigan territory. But this is that penalty on Cam Jurgens, the 
I don't even know what the the illegal block below the. I'm that trying to get the terminology cut, of it. It's a cut block from a lineman going upfield, like at a diagonal angle, going at like yes. As a linebacker, I thought that's legal. I feel like I've had that happen to me a hundred times playing. Where your job is as a linebacker, you got to get your you got to get off down, those guys. Get off it. I thought to me the rule was you can't go outside in and go low. Right. Because he was not. Is he the was, rule now you can't cut block downfield? I don't know. I at wish all ever. Because you can do it on the line, right? Against linemen, you're telling me you can't, you can't get go get a linebacker level? and cut because that's all Cam did. Cam Cam gets to the second level and kind of just dives forwards, not forward. outside in. It's like inside right. out type right. of thing. And somebody has to explain it to me because I was under the impression you could do that. I don't know. I wish I knew the rule book better. I wasn't aware that that was a penalty. If you would have shown me just that play and said, "Is that like a penalty?" I'd be like, no. I mean, there, we had a couple of new uh, situations this game. Oh God, yeah. So this is just the this is just the tip of the iceberg. But now you get backed up, and it's first and nineteen. Instead of having the ball potentially in Michigan territory or at midfield, now it's first and nineteen at the thirty nine your own thirty nine yard line. Yeah, big swing there, kind of halts the drive. Ultimately, Nebraska then has to punt. Another big sequence here. Nebraska punts it, pressed up, pretty good punt. Nebraska has an opportunity to down the ball at the one-yard line. They don't do it. Those are tough situations because that ball hits. You don't know where it's going to go. But nevertheless, I mean, those are big moments where you could have pinned them at the one. Instead, they take over at the 25. Mm -hmm. Pretty big little sequence there. Uh, there's, this is the first now, – now on Michigan's next drive. This is the, the first of – a play that becomes a backbreaker for the black shirts. Third and five, crowd roaring a little bit. They get a false start. Backs him up third and 10. Yeah. You're on the brink of potentially going three and out again. Third and 10, they run a play where they kind of go shotgun. I think they basically have five wide or four wide, yeah. and they have a tight end kind of in. And they run that little tight end delay, and then he slips out underneath. This was a looked like just a busted coverage. This wasn't where a guy was in the spot that could have made the tackle. There was no one there. Yeah. They slip it out to him, big gain all the way out to about midfield. Yep. And this play will haunt us throughout the game. Big time. Uh, like I said, that one was busted. But the other ones were situations where, you know, in zone coverage, whether you cover three or cover four. Like you're, you're dropping kind of to a spot and you are letting them catch that ball. Like you're not necessarily guarding that guy on right. a delay, but the idea is that you're, you, it's in front of you and you're breaking on it so that when he catches it, you do tackle him at five yards. Right. The issue we had is we were sort of, we weren't anticipating and seeing it well enough where our guys were kind of moving away at the wrong angle or breaking on it too late where they were catching it running and getting first downs or, you know, or more even. And that, that happened like I said, three times, There's a maybe big backbreaker place here on this exact same look. Yeah. So I, I think the, the important thing to understand is like in certain defenses, you give up things. And sometimes it's that little check down, but it's, it's in the, the middle. That's it's designed. It's long. That's the weakness. Yes, right. You let them throw it there, but rally, you have to tackle. rally tackle. Yeah. And we just, it's like, it's usually like you're one or two steps late breaking that you can't make that tackle. And that's what happened in those plays. Totally. But so third and 10, you, you give up a third and 10. 
Next play, they have another completion to a tight end that gets the ball across midfield. Nebraska stands tall. Ultimately, Jason Peter Jr., Ty Robinson, sacks Michigan's quarterback. It was the first sack, I believe, given up uh, from Michigan all season. So it's fourth and 21. They have to punt. Here's another one of these little sequences here where just a second ago, Michigan's guy went inside the 10-yard line, didn't catch it, forced Nebraska to have to down it inside the five, and Nebraska couldn't do its touchback. Martin, who I think everyone feels better about him back at punt returner than Ture or Cam Taylor-Britt or whoever, so I don't want to throw stones. I mean, it's not that this, this isn't that egregious, but he decides to catch it at about the five-yard line instead of forcing Michigan to do what Nebraska couldn't do. But these are these little like these are these little field position plays that make a difference. Yeah, they do. So that's the end of the first quarter. It's one of those quarters where you feel like Nebraska kind of dominated it, but it's zero zero. You had a great opening drive. You get no points. Frost gambles on fourth down, goes for it instead of kicking the field goal, gets stuffed. Uh, They had a second drive going until the Cam Jurgens kind of shaky penalty. And again, field position kind of got flipped. Nebraska was ready to really just keep it on, you know, Michigan side of the field, but now it's kind of flipped. So the first drive of the second quarter starts at Nebraska's own five yard line. They convert a third and six on a little crosser to Oliver Martin. Again, important to get out of the shadow of your own end zone. And then here's another big penalty. They throw a nice swing pass to Yant, who slips a tackle gets a first down, but it's a penalty on Nebraska for an illegal formation. So instead of it being first and 10 at the 34-yard line, it's second and 13 at the 11-yard line. These are these little moments that are crucial because now on the next play, Michigan gets an interception. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, these this is a big sequence. You, it was five men in the backfield on the swing pass to Yant. You were about to, you were kind of mounting a drive again. Yeah. And instead you get all the way backed up at your, your 11 yard line. Really good play by the Michigan yeah, defender. It's making but a play. It's good play too. But Pass was a little, a little behind Austin Allen, but guy tips it up, catches it on the ground. And now Michigan has the ball first and 10 at the Nebraska 35 yard line. Mm-hmm. So this is what like, so far now, to me, you you had a drive going, Cam Jurgens penalty stunts it. You had a drive going, illegal formation stunts it. And now you then throw a pick, and now Michigan's in business. Yeah. So Michigan, they get they they get a first down run the ball, but eventually Nebraska gets them to third and four, gets a stop, forces a field goal. Michigan makes it. It's a 35-yard field goal. So now at the 952 mark of the second quarter, Michigan leads three-nothing off of capitalizing off of a Nebraska turnover. But it's just frustrating because it feels like Nebraska had been kind of outplaying them and they're down three-nothing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a win for the defense in that situation. Totally. That's a win to get the, the hold of the field goal. Yep. Um, I think when you watch the when you were once the game started and the way we played, we deserved to probably be. Uh, I, like I said, I think we had won the first quarter and nothing to show for it. But before the game started, if you would have told me going into the second quarter, three nothing, yeah. three not, I just didn't trust our ability to start against Michigan. 
so I would have probably taken that. Right. Uh, but like I said, we, I think we did. We won the first quarter and got nothing. For That's it. the thing is, for, there's so many times where it's just you felt like Nebraska had really done it. They, they'd moved the ball. Defensive, they've done a nice job. Yeah. Field position had kind of been in their favor until the latter stages of the first quarter. And all and wing, bang, boom, you make one mistake on a throw. You're down three, nothing. Yeah. Frustrating. Nebraska's next drive, they go three and out. Then on third and three, they try to screen to Ramir Johnson. They sniffed it out, blew it up. But finally, Nebraska's punt team, some nice coverage. Who's 16? Six, uh, you knew it. Uh, Buford? No, Buford's 12. Buford, 12. Buford great, great play. play. Yeah. Prist up. Buford broke down. Open field. I mean, open field was just, I mean, dude, because dude tried to hit him with a little, eh. Hey, that, hit him think, with a little. Yeah, you almost like I always kind of if you remember like in basketball, like when you gotta guard somebody that can really shake, yes, it's almost like you you watch their yes. like their waistline, right? You don't watch their shoulders in the ball. When you get one on one with like space, space, you almost gotta be like basketball, like it's what it looks like midline, you just kind of gotta like and he did a great job of not like getting like that's right because because the because the Michigan running back base or punt returner basically tried to like crisscross cri- I mean he tried to like it was like an ISO and and like calling Allen Iverson we got a and, and he had nothing he had nothing you got I think you almost it, you're better off not you just stay until yes. they get the first two out of two shakes out of their system and then they gotta go and then they gotta go and he brings them down I don't know why that as I've aged like good punt Good punting and punt coverage. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I think you in become, 1978. You've become a special teams like a, a connoisseur. I, All you like I is good special teams. Yeah. I appreciate special teams. And you do. You love. I don't know why. Like that play got me crunk. I think you and I. I think I probably grabbed you and shook you pretty hard. I, I'll save what I did to you in the. <laughs> Third quarter for later. <laughs> uh, oh my god! But I was very excited. Shouts out to what's it? Marcus Buford. Marcus Buford. Yeah, Buford. That's my boy right there. That was nice though. Good. The Dick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. By Pella, won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple-pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. So Michigan's next drive, they started the the 10-yard line. <laughs> what? So excited about an open field tackle. I mean, because the dude tried to like, he tried to hit him with like the Steve Smith. Like he got his back to him and tried to like, and Buford was just like, locked his ass up. Pippened his ass. You like that. Oh, that was great. So Michigan takes over. You ready for, to add to the list of what penalty did this call? Oh in Michigan, okay, they pick up a first down on a swing pass, but it's second and five. They jump for a false start, or did they? Nebraska gets a penalty for, quote, disconcerting signals. 
five-yard penalty. You, you watch it. Now, either Reimer deserves the Oscar for best impersonation of communicating <laughs> to a linebacker to disguise the snap count goes to Luke. <laughs> because Luke does it. I don't know. I don't know if Luke's got Luke is he looks like he's trying to say something to Jojo or Henrich and is clapping to get his attention. And as he's clapping, the Michigan right guard is like, and then you can tell the, the Michigan right guard immediately is like, I heard a clap. But so they so they cut Reimer on a clap. Now, I really don't know if Reimer was just trying to do like, you know, the whole. He, okay. Give it this to me. Been happening Take me for inside. So I, I remember even mind. like Dick Butkus for years was known for saying like, you know, hut, hut, and he would, oh, he would claim okay. it's like his signal to his guys. And so <laughs> nice. good thing, I, I, you know, but like you always try to do like the move, like you can do the move and you can hopefully like you do a shift. <laughs> Dick Butkus is come up with a better. He said yeah. hut, hut was his move to his, yeah. the way he communicated. Yeah. Yeah, and so actually, this makes me think. The cut. It's like what catching, if what if somebody in your team's name, a defense lineman, his name was Hut. Maybe Hut. Hut. Maybe that's what. Maybe change your name to Hut, and or your nickname. Your yeah. Or your name's you know, Hut. Yeah. You like one of our best friends it. is James, but he goes by Bub. Yeah. So they call. We all call him Bub. That's a fake name, pretty much. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> Who's named Bub? Yeah, <laughs> nobody. But but Hut. If your name is Hut. Find, yeah, just Hut. Hut. I'm talking to Hut. Right. Do every play. But hold on, Dick Butkus. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's just way to really ball. think he about. He used to spit on the ball, and he would yell "hut." I mean, that's like Capone getting caught on wiretap, and like, uh, we have you on wiretap saying, "I you killed a guy." It's like killed the guy. That's what uh, that's code for. Gave him a nice lasagna. That means, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I say it's I killed nice. a guy, I killed him with a great tasting lasagna. Yeah. It's like really. That's yeah. good code, Dick Butkus. But I, I'm, I'm like one of those guys. I think I don't know how you can enforce what somebody says in their communication. Like, I don't know. I think it should be like, hey, the offense has to come up with a way to not fall start. All I'm saying is Reimer, so, he looks like he's trying to get the attention of, it was either Dolan why or why can't you clap? Why is it the offense has the the right to clap, but we don't? I mean, usually you go under center, you call it signals, you say hike, get the ball. <laughs> so why can't the defense This sounds like we're in a court of law. You're Johnny Cochran and be like, who has the right to clap? Do you? Do you? So we need to get the rules straight. Here's why. Here's why. I'm just thinking about I want to live in a football world where everybody can clap from lineman to safety to quarterback to if running you back. Get, so if, if there's a rule in football that is, let's say that it's the hike the ball. It's either hut, it's hike, whatever it is. It should be like, okay, if, if only they get to say it, it should be one word. Right. Some people clap. Some people go, go. Some people go on. You can go on any sound noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – why does the defense not have the right to say anything they want whenever they want to? That's interesting. I think you're onto something. You don't have to say hike. In a court you can of, go on no sound. Right. You can so say why, any sound. First so sound, can first go, color. So can, why is it the defense can't? It's because they they always want to give the offense so much freaking leeway. It's bull. You know, right now, right now, <laughs> if I was a juror on the case against Signals, have you reached a, have you reached a verdict like we have your honor we the jury find the clapping incident <laughs> innocent on in all accounts luke reimer's Yay! like but i don't, i just that's discon- luke's in handcuffs luke's in handcuffs like dang 
I clap a lot. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you should watch it. He looks like he's, I don't know. He, he, he Why did not, can't you he clap, was not though? like, why can't you clap? I'm with Is you. there a rule against clapping? There's not. Rhymer's in a free, free loop rhymer. <laughs> this is great. Those refs owe him 10 yards, okay? They owe him 10. This drive might as well be called the reviewing, the crazy penalties reviewing drive. So, okay, so yada, yada, yada. Rhymer got cut with the clap and disconcerting signals. So, first down. Nebraska gets Michigan to third and one. Michigan converts it, but this is that this is that sequence where they reviewed the spot and it got overturned. And remember that he he it was the he, got it. he definitely got it. But what's crazy is just a little thing here as we just go full conspiracy against the Big Ten riffs. Michigan had a penalty for illegal formation that got picked up on that play. Yeah, I just feel like the, uh, no. There weren't anything that went Nebraska's way with the penalties there. And we'll get more okay. of that, but just yeah. whatever. So now it's first and 10 at the Michigan 46. I, I will not to not to toot my own horn here, but what did I, I said something to you. I kind of called a couple of their plays. It was you the long shot. review. I said, I said, this you feels see. like a shot. It's because you're getting to the near the 50 and, and you'd come off a review. You had time to maybe kind went of your way. It's a moment. It's a momentum thing when they take yes. shots. Something good happens. You get to the 50. And, and the they had a lot of time to talk. You yeah. know, they were viewing it, so they had a lot of time. I was like, Bo, they're going to take a shot here. They that take boy. the shot. Great leaping catch by the dude. So now that's first and goal at the Nebraska six-yard line. Michigan proceeds to score a touchdown twice, but two of them get reviewed and both overturned. <laughs> the first one... They, the guy dove, they review it. He's short at basically the six-inch line. And then Michigan scores a touchdown on third and goal, but shouts out to the Husker vision screen and Scott Frost for sprinting down and forcing, you know, I think called yeah. timeout or whatever it was to force the review because the quarterback's knee was down handing the ball off, which is crazy, which is huge. Which, by the way, did you hear Frost in the press conference? You know who was the first to bring it up over the headsets? Rocky Four. Rocky Four. <laughs> Ryan Held was watching Rocky Four. It's like, hey, the hold game's on. on. Hold on, hold There's on. Oh, his knees down. There's no easy way out. There's no so, easy way out. But that's so Ryan Held apparently was the first one to say, Oh no, you need to review that. His yeah. knee was down. But so And I assume do each team do they have one guy that's like the you're guy? watching the TV copy for reviews? Is that how it so. works? Are you allowed to? I mean, I assume that people I would are. assume in the booth you got all that you stuff. Have right in front of you have access to review. Right, right. Yeah. But hell of a hell of a find by Rocky Four. Yeah. That's a hell of a job. Yeah, he was. So it gets reviewed, overturned. The knee was down. Michigan has to settle for a field goal. So now it's six nothing at the 330 mark. So again, Nebraska defensively, at least they're standing tall and forcing some some field goals. What are you smirking about? I'm still laughing at Luke Reimers clapping in, in the courtroom. <laughs> he got acquitted of the clap. <laughs> Henrich and Doman were behind him, just like he was communicating to us. But I just it's crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So again, six nothing, three thirty mark. Which is another win for the black shirts. They're holding them fuel goals. For, I mean, that's just that's a sign of a good defense. Is like even when it gets to the inch yard line, they play hard enough that 
it's not a guarantee. Right. And really all you'd given up is that big chunk play on the pass. Other than that, yeah. you'd kind of, the other point was off of an interception short field, yeah, right? They, they were making them earn it. That's yes, what I liked. No doubt. So the only really, so Nebraska got a, on this was a, the first down Martinez, they called it a fumble, but it was an incomplete pass. So now yeah. like it all of a sudden feels like this was the drive where it really felt like Michigan's 97 Hutchinson was hungry. And wanted to eat some quarterback. I talked about Hutchinson for an hour before the game. And the whole first half, I basically, all I did was like, where's 97? Block 97. I'm worried about 97. Husker fans, if you go back and watch the game, especially in the first half, Hutchinson is screaming down Martinez's neck on every pass play. Like, he's there in a second. He didn't get one sack, He didn't. Like, his. this is where sometimes, especially for defense, defenders i should say like stat lines can be misleading his stat line is probably pretty yeah he really didn't do much at all but he dominated the first half he in particular. affected the game <laughs> so much oh uh, and i uh, he was basically what i was watching yes when we were on offense in person he was impressive that guy was that was as good of a game from somebody who didn't do anything statistically really. like didn't make any real play but martinez the fumble Gets overturned because it's an incomplete pass. You get interference on Michigan, a guy who uh, kind of mauled Oliver Martin, automatic first down. You get a good scramble by Martinez to Levi Falk for another first down. So, again, you're kind of moving. But then at the 230 mark, Teddy Prohaska hurts his knee. Oh, I hope he's not hurt. It bad. looked, I will say the review didn't look good. It, it was, it, it, didn't, it didn't look like it got like twisted really bad. But it, whenever you're like he was in pass pro, I think it get, he was against Hutchinson. So Hutchinson was like, Back I mean, the game, I have yeah. a Drago to his ass. And then he, you know, like it was, it was kind of a, I don't know, I just didn't, like all of a sudden he, his knee buckled, buckled him. a yeah. little bit. But so Teddy Prosser comes out on the very next play, Martinez gets sacked by Ben Hart, who came in for him. Yeah. Ben Hart. It was, it was Martinez had stepped up in the pocket. I think Ben Hart was working, kind of got too far up the field, and yeah. their other good in got in there. But sack, Nebraska has to punt with a minute 46 left. Michigan takes over. Ball at their, the Michigan 24-yard line, minute 37 left, three timeouts for Michigan. This is where, this was a really interesting sequence where it just felt like Bad tackling and a little too soft at times. I get in this situation, you're trying to keep everything in front. But so here's kind of just I'll go through the place here. First down, incomplete pass. Second down, they do a check down to the Michigan running back. That was the play. Bad tackling. There were three guys rallied and three guys were around the Michigan running back in the middle of the field. None of them brought him down. It was Nelson Henrich yeah. and Doman. Maybe nobody brought him down. He squirts out for a gain of 13 yards. Then, then they run a whole bunch of little five yard comeback comeback route, second and five check down to the running back. gets a first down, another check down to the running back for seven yards. You get a first down on a little out route. Like it just felt like Nebraska was being a little too soft at yeah. times as they were kind of, Dinking their way down the field, but first, then they get it to first and 10, throws it away. Second and 10, incomplete pass. You get third and 10 with 35 seconds left. Another play that I called. Idea the no, this was the draw, the running oh, back draw. Yeah, yeah. I said, are they going to go draw here? Great call. They run draw, 26 yard gain. 
Now they're in the 15-yard line. Mm -hmm. Next play. Probably the 1A, 1B with the worst call of the game. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. Awful pass interference call on JoJo Doman. And and that's the one where uh, I always will say it's about referees. The game should never be about you. In the first half of that game, it was, it was a game of the refs. and flags it, it, and it was the longest half I can remember. Yes. They made a lot of calls that were just like this shouldn't have existed. And it's like you always should err on the side of not making a call and missing than making one that didn't happen. Right. It should always be that way and it, and the game is better. People are all will always be happier. This group erred on making calls that didn't need to be made and really affected the game. And that's what bothers me is they affected the game too much from a referee standpoint. Totally agree. And this call was egregious in the moment and then sleeping on it and watching the replay, it was even worse. The JoJo and the receiver at the five-yard line, the ball is honestly, I'll say conservatively, 15 feet above the receiver's head. The receiver stops. The receiver stops, and the ball lands almost in the corner of the end zone. Like it lands out of bounds on the sideline, almost to the back pylon. Usually receivers are receivers want to call. They want interference all the time, right? This receiver didn't even react. In fact, I think the announcers on TV thought McNamara was throwing it away. I'm not so sure he wasn't throwing the ball away. It wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. So now it's first and goal at the three yard line. So, again, you had third and 10 with 35 seconds left. Running back draw, 26-yard gain, pass interference. Now you're at the three. Michigan, next play, punches it in from the three-yard line. And so, wing, bang, boom, all of a sudden, it is 13-0 Wolverines at halftime, which is frustrating. Well, and I... For us, you know, we... During halftime, we... Oh, we, man, we, we went really- into... We, we had... The opportunity to go into the coach's offices and sit in my brother's office. Yes. Just during the break, we stole uh, a couple you stole of those Gatorades, water, coffee. You stole coffee. <laughs> you made yourself at home in your brother's office. Oh, you stole a coffee, man. a protein bar. I did steal the protein bar. You got me a water, which I appreciate. And then you sat in his chair and kicked up your feet like you ran the joint. Well, we had a lot to discuss. Oh, man. and But, I, but the 13 points felt like insurmountable because we couldn't score. It felt insurmountable. And it felt to, like what's weird is when you rewatched it, you felt better about our first half. But in the stadium, it felt like points are going to be hard. See, what's weird is in the moment we were like, I, I think I made the comment to you. And this is I'm sure we were a lot like Husker fans. I, I asked you, I go, I go, is Nebraska going to get shut out? And you you couldn't definitively say no, because in Nick, this is where I think we're, when we talk about progress. This is a game of progress because in the past, when we've started out games where points are hard like this against a good team, we don't find points. It just felt like, see, here's the thing is you felt like the offense had really struggled and the stats backed that up. Even though my eyes upon watching it felt like it was more penalties halted a lot of potential drives kind of were mounting something. And then these penalties were, were drawing them back but nebraska's so here in the first half nebraska's opening drive was nine plays 78 yards 
the next five drives in the first half, Nebraska ran 19 plays for 55 yards. So while my eyes kind of told me that they were, they were moving it a little better, 19 plays, 55 yards penalties, penalties. but the penalties kind of, kind of stunted that, but I'm curious how, I wonder how Husker fans were feeling at half because you know, it, you, you, you felt like you had dominated the first quarter yet it was zero zero and then all of a sudden you get you get blank basically 13 nothing in the second quarter and you you hadn't shown a lot of signs you'd be able to score multiple touchdowns things felt bleak heading into the second half let's be honest that's what makes this second half all that much more encouraging exciting and also you know, hurt a little bit because man it really you, there were numerous moments where you were like Nebraska, not is Nebraska going to win? You felt like, oh, God, they're going to win. Yeah, I mean, in this game was a lot like if it was a roller coaster ride, it was like the first half was just the like, we're just starting the climb, but the ride began after half. Totally. Because then it was on. Because it was, to be honest with you, it was a pretty slow, boring. It was the half of refing. It was the half of reviews. I mean, it was like a two and a half hour half. It, It was really really we need to go regroup in a, yes. like we need to get out of there right. and we, went we were able group. to go into to your brother's office well, we were late right because we were so deep into it we so <laughs> we missed the first couple of plays of the first drive and then watch the touchdown in in the tv in the coaches offices but rewatch so here you go third quarter First drive for Nebraska down 13 nothing. Like you gotta answer. Like you gotta here we go. You get a you get a first down on a 10-yard gain to Ramir Johnson on a on a pass. Then you get to third and eleven. And you're thinking, oh God, Nebraska is not gonna punt on their first drive. Here you go. Third and eleven. Martinez makes a hell of a play, scrambling, squirting through. There's a blitz, he hits a seam, big gain. Mm-hmm. You keep the drive alive. You convert the first down. You get the ball to near midfield. The next play, great call, little play action. Austin Allen, pop pass, forty-six yard touchdown. I I, I checked it out again on uh, a little replay, the real replay, and they actually had him at that sort of the the back, like was he, he was like motion back. back. I think he went through the line. Did he? Yeah, so that's the part that I I missed because it happened so fast. I bet you if you if you if we check it out, right. I'm pretty sure I it looked like he went through that's the line. Too, I love that play call because it's so hard to guard. Yeah, because I mean, I would think a backer had his res- responsibility. Yeah, and they just they and that's they, just, and he just ran right by him, and then that's why there was nobody there. Well, and that's why you need to shelve that thought too because it's a similar situation in the Ramir touchdown coming up on yeah. another moon ball wheel. Moon and ball. So let's go moon balls all game here, but. Boom. Nebraska, who had not done anything since that first drive, big third. But this is where Martinez, man. I mean, it's third and 11, and he just fucking makes a play, scrambling to keep the drive alive. Then the next play, pop pass, Allen, 46-yard touchdown, and now it's 13-7. to And Memorial Stadium wakes up. Now Memorial Stadium's like, ooh, here we go. It's like like in uh, the Lord of the Rings where that that dragon's like... (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much because then for the rest of the third quarter, that yeah. dragon, that was dragon just like, was just like just Khaleesi like, came in and just 
that's Spray Game of Thrones. Fire. <laughs> oh, there, there, there. <laughs> I'm mixing my medieval Nick, your science nerd, nerd Dungeons and Dragons. It's like the it's like Star Trek, yeah. right? No. <laughs> but okay, so Michigan comes out, Nebraska. Khaleesi. Come on, it's dragons. Be, I'll give you that. I mean, when I think dragons, I think one thing and one thing. But in Lord of the Rings, Khaleesi. that dragon's been asleep for like a long time, right? Oh, that, I mean, because the dragon was Memorial Smog. Stadium. Because third third quarter was rocking in there. Yeah. Michigan comes out for their first drive. They go three and out, punt that bitch. Nebraska takes over. Okay, get ready. A play that you in the moment said you really liked. A little rollout pass to Ture. Got, got Martinez on the move. Yeah. Because you and I both didn't like him sitting in the pocket. It felt like it was target practice for Hutchinson. Yeah. But you convert a first down. You get to second and two. And this is where Jacquez Yance night comes to an end. Second and two, he goes the wrong way on a handoff and runs into Martinez. Yes. And then he gets stuffed. And now it's third down. Nebraska doesn't pick it up, and Nebraska has to punt. Yance Knight is done after that play. And this is the part with coaching that the people that say, well, why don't we play this person? Why don't we play that person? If I was a coach, like, you got to remember – these guys know these kids throughout the the week, and the guys that don't make mistakes are usually the ones that play. And a guy like Yant, I want to see Yant carry the ball. Yes. But to me, you see that, and you see in the big moments, you got to be able to trust that the guy knows what he's doing. I think he can do it when he gets like in position, but he doesn't know, always know how to get himself in position. He's a This is his first year playing. Right. He's a redshirt freshman, but he mean he didn't even get to play at all last year. This is his first year. It's a lot for a first-year guy to be in big games and to know the whole playbook. So give the guy time. But that's why Ramir, I think, is playing is he's been the only guy that I think knows what he's doing. Well, and I think you could expand that conversation to Xavier Betts to a certain extent. Yeah. Betts touched the ball, I think, one time last night. It was the fumbled pitch, and he really wasn't on the field a ton. And, you know, convent, uh, the, the obvious thing goes, like, why isn't Betts on the field? And I said this to, to Sipple last week. I, the major, not all the time, but the majority of time, I, I stay out of or steer clear of playing time depth chart conversations. Yeah. Because 99% of the time, I'm going to give the coaches the benefit of the doubt on who's on the field and who's not. Because listen, I get it. Is it easy for us to sit there and go, why isn't Betts on the field? Why isn't Yant on the field? Well, guys, imagine being at practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and multiple times a day, Yant goes the wrong way and runs into Martinez. I give you a lot of confidence to throw him in there in a big spot against Michigan. Or I'm not saying this is the case yeah. with Betts, but maybe Betts doesn't know all of the playbook as crisply as Levi Falk does. Yeah. I mean, Torrey, it, Torrey knows the playbook. You he's can on put every Torrey, play. Torrey can do anything, every position, and I don't think that's – right now Betts is there. It's just he's not. Right. He's a guy that I, I'm hoping can get there because you've seen what he can do in, in moments, but to be out there all the time means you got to be a guy that does it all the time usually. Right, right. And – Right now, it's like to me, it's clear. Ramir in the running back room is the only guy. Totally agree. That has got to that. Totally point. agree. Totally agree. But so I just thought it was important to point out that Yance Knight's done after that play, yeah. and Frost said as much. 
I, I'll tell you what. The game was like, hey, he went the wrong way on a play, and we went with Ramirez for the rest. Did Ramirez? How many snaps did Ramirez take at running back last night? Yeah, I mean, all but ten. I, I was going to say ten. I would say there are ten plays he wasn't on the field for. I would guess because I don't know the any did any of those other running I don't backs think, play. Correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't see Step or Sevion in there. That and that's that's surprising that's because telling. that's a lot of snaps. But okay, so. Second and two, Yanko's wrong way. They get they get stuffed, and then they have to punt. Now we're going to see, you and I have watched thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of football games. Now we're going to see a play that I've never, I've never seen this called in this scenario. This is the punt. Michigan's returner muffs the punt. Scrum for the loose ball. And the refs call, quote, joint possession tie goes to the receiving team, which is to Michigan. And so Mi- Nebraska would have the ball at the nine yard line. Yes. Baruch. I'd like to take this to court again. Please. Oh, here we go. The Nick Bob podcast is powered by Runza. I got to talk to you guys about something. The Eagles ran Philly special in Super Bowl 52, right? Remember that trick play. It was incredible. It was amazing. Well, Runza has huddled up and they got their own version of Philly special. How about a Philly-style Runza? Oh, man. For a limited time only, you can get a Philly-style Runza. Everything you love about a Philly combined with everything you love about a Runza wrapped up into one. So if you got a hunger as big as the Sixers center, Joel Embiid, you need the Philly-style Runza. You got green peppers, grilled onions, steak seasoning, Swiss cheese, and, of course, Juicy, delicious, succulent steak all wrapped into a Runza. Oh, my goodness. The combination of steak and Runza. I mean, that's kind of like the combination of Adrian Martinez and Samari Torre. It's just fantastic. So get your Philly game right. Get your Philly-style Runza game right. Again, this is for a limited time only. So head out to Runza today and get a Philly-style Runza. Runza makes it all Better. So if we're in the courtroom, yes, and you're the jury, yeah, and we have to walk through this, I would ask you, okay, in baseball, tie goes to the runner. In football, or in basketball, tie goes to the possession arrow. Yes. In football, tie goes to the receiving team on like a throw. It's a, it goes to the receiver, tie, right? So in this case, we have the ball. Yes. Technically, Nebraska was on offense to start the play. We have the ball. So like I, it was the same thing with the clap. Yes. I want defined rules. Are you telling me that we who have the ball don't have the possession as it would be if we threw it? So you're saying, I don't know the rule, but somebody has to explain to me. If we punt it, then we become the defense because it goes off our foot and not off of our hand. Right. Is there If it goes off your foot in the air, the in transition the air, of who's on Offense and who's the on defense changes because to me, it's like if I throw the ball and we both catch it and have joint possession, I get it because you're, you're saying because I kick it and not throw it, that it goes to the defense team. I, like That's the part where I Here's would love to see if that is actually true. I, as a juror, you if if it is if if it is incumbent upon the officials to prove without a shadow of a doubt. Yes. I'm I'm voting not guilty on all charges. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and Reimer's in there. Reimer. Reimer. But that's, I mean, Nick. No, a, I mean, that's it. I just have never, but all I know is in the moment, we've, we'd heard, I've heard of, you know, on defense, you know, a receiver and a defensive back catch it simultaneously. Yes. Ty goes to the receiver. Yes. I've never heard of a, I mean, that's a, that's basically a fumble. Because the guy hasn't, like, they he have hasn't never established had possession. possession. They have not had possession. So we have the ball. And it goes off our foot, not off our hand. That's a great point. I mean, I, I, it's I a didn't good point. know there's any rule that changes the offense to the defense just because it goes off the foot. I thought it was when you change possession. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, let's take their asses to court. Right what now, I'm saying. we 2-0 against the officials in the court. I mean, I work pro bono for Nebraska, <laughs> but if you want you're my services, are you, you Saul Goodman? you're going to have to pay for it if you're not from Nebraska. You are Saul Goodman yeah. right now. Better call Saul. Better, better holler at Bo. Better holler at Bo. Better holler at Bo. But I just, that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, I guess I'm just amazed at how long they allowed. A part of that is on the officials of get like, him, get him you got to get him off and make a fucking decision yeah. on whose ball. Like, you know what I mean? If you let it, if you let, now I've never been at the bottom of one of those piles. I mean, there's probably things happening down there that, you know, you do what you got to do. Oh man. I bet it was nasty in the motherfucker yeah. down there, but I just can't, you let it go. I just was surprised at how long they let it go. They kind of just let, like, they just stood away and were kind of like, okay. Like, to me, to me, I'm almost like, you either got to clear it out, make a decision, or if you're going to let it go, I would have almost preferred them to let it go a laughably long and let two guys literally, like, fight to the death for the ball. Yeah. So, so for me, it's like, that's never in the history of football have I seen that call. The call usually is if we don't know, we peel guys off, and whoever has it right. the most. So if there's two guys holding on to it, whoever looks someone like has it somebody, more than the other one. Somebody has the body turn. So if you're right. in the pile, I would always get it, and then you just alligator roll that thing. You yeah. roll. Yeah. If you roll, it's yours, right? Because that means they're kind of hanging. Right. Someone's it's always yours. someone so has it more. Then you make the call. The ref's job is to make the call. It's such a chicken shit call. There's no there's possession no jump arrow. Ball. There's no. E I mean, give me a break. And I'm just tied to the receiver. That's it's a weird. Of, it's a it's a punt. So I didn't like it. It's unbelievable though. But it's a huge sequence because Nebraska would had the ball at the nine yard line. Yeah. Instead, joint possession. Tie goes to Michigan. Possession. <sighs> okay. This. Now, this is what's unfortunate, though, is now Michigan has a 91 yard touchdown drive. So instead of us, instead of instead of having the ball at the nine yard line and probably at least getting three points, potentially seven, it's Michigan then goes and scores a touchdown. Yeah. But this is the first drive in my in my notes. I wrote down this is the first I, this is the first drive where it looks like Nebraska's defense is starting to get tired. And because mainly it, this is where it, I thought Nebraska's tackling eroded a little bit. Mm -hmm. Get the third and two, you, they convert it where the pile moved to get it across the first down. Second and seven, leaky yardage, pile again moved to a first down. First and 10, comeback route, Cam Taylor Britt misses a tackle, Michigan slips out. First down. So a couple of two pile movers and a whiff. And all of a sudden you got three first downs. Here is sometimes you got to just 
tip the cap to the opposition. This is a great play call here. This was that fake little tunnel screen. Play, yeah. And then the inside slot guy kind of shows block and then slips out. Yeah. Perfect call, perfect throw, perfect execution. They pick it up, get big gain of 35 yards, and now the ball's inside the five-yard line. Next play, Michigan, three-yard touchdown run. Yeah. Michigan does go for two, which I thought was an interesting call. I didn't like that. I didn't like that call for this. It was great for Nebraska. There was enough time too for early me. in the game to me. I thought keep it at keep right. it at at because it would have been yeah. 20 to seven, but yeah. instead they tried to go for two to make it 21-7. But Michigan, they don't they don't get the two-point conversion. So now it's 19 to 7. Michigan leads with 336 left in the third quarter. But still, that's a hell of a drive from Michigan. Michigan had a physical offensive line. And those running backs, watching it again, their good. two running backs were pretty good. They were good. They were solid. They were tough. Um, I agree with you. I think our defense started to get tired. The D line. But they had a lot of plays and a lot of physical plays. Yes. So, I mean, I thought our guys held up pretty darn good for how many, like, tough physical plays they had. Right. Because it was a, I mean, it was a, this was a battle. This was a physical Like, you game. couldn't watch this game and not be like, everybody on both sides laid it on the line. The amount of respect, yeah, like being, because we had, I mean, we had great, we were close 50-yard line. Like, I had an immense amount of respect for the dudes that were on the field last night. Yeah. That was a grown-ass, big-time football game. Yes. But 19-7, to 7, 336, 36 left in the third quarter. Nebraska comes out for their next drive. Good run on second and six from Martinez picking up a first down. Another beautiful option. Pitch to Samari Toure right in front of the Nebraska sideline. Good cut inside. Another first down. Second and three. Scott Frost shouts out to him. Great play call. This is an, another moon ball wheel route. <laughs> wheel route, Ramir Johnson. Touchdown. Couple of things with this. It's a 41-yard touchdown run. You talked about Allen coming through the line. Ramir starts to the left of Martinez and this is comes play action, play, play action, action inside. He comes yeah. through the line into a wheel. The backer, there's so much traffic. Backer can't get to him. He's trailing. And this is a great throw for Martinez because number one, he, cause he rolls left has to turn and set his body the other way, which is not, because no. if you're rolling left, you got to reset and throw it back the other way. And he had to allow Ramir time to, to get to a certain spot. And it's one of those ones. You got to hold it. You got to hold it. You got to hold it. And then, you know, you're going to get hit and he throws it. He gets rocked perfectly dropped into Ramir. I mean, it was dropping oh. a bubble dime. Like, because and Ramir ran under it and and he did a great job just to keep running yes. and concentrate. Catches it on the run, house call. But I mean, Martinez Guys, dropping dimes. That is a big time throw. And in person, I hope for the people that were watching on TV, I can't express how high that pass was. Okay, so he what he, what I saw was he ran left. He took out the sixty degree wedge and I mean, said, sure, he I'm going over yes. the tree. <laughs> Dropping it on the green with a little backspin. Ramir ran under it. And, I mean, it was a flop shot. It was incredible. You know how hard it is to throw it that high? And Ramir Johnson never is yeah. full sprint. Perfect. I got to say, perfect throw from Adrian Martinez. I loved it. And what a play call from Frost. I mean, that's 
outstanding. Yeah, he was on his game. I think people have kind of uh, slept on his ability. When he gets hot as a coach, he can pull like he can have games like that against a good defense where he's scheming them to death. What did I tell you as we were just ransacking Barrett's office at halftime? Just we're in there, just like the wet bandits. Like, <laughs> Look, this is great. This is Hey, Marv, <laughs> it's this black shit. <laughs> you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> but uh, I said this was a, this is going to be one of those games. I don't think you can just kind of go run your base plays and think you're going to have a lot of success. It felt like a play where you were going to have to kind of like scheme, call, special, dial up some stuff, and he did. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But I wrote down here because I think we could feel the time. We got ourselves a ball game. Mm-hmm. It's game on because now it's 1914 with about two minutes left to go in the third quarter. Memorial Stadium. The Richter scale is starting to like there's some people inside like we're getting movement in Lincoln, Nebraska. We're getting some movement here. What's going on here? Bill, are you monitoring Lincoln? We're getting a lot of movement. I mean, what's going on here? If you had a glass of water, it was like Jurassic Park where it's just. Deontay Williams is lurking in the second here. (laughs) (laughs) I can't express to the people, though. Seriously, I can't express how fucking loud Memorial Stadium was on this defensive possession. I cannot. I could tell. I could sit here and try to tell you over and over. It was deafening in that joint. But it was also. It wasn't just the noise. It looked like it was moving because people were like. Yeah, the they crowd were, had become like they, one. Was, wow. And so, because you, you rewatch it too, you could tell Michigan needed some diapers. Yeah. Because first down, guy just drops a pass, just mm-hmm. dropped it. Cade McNamara then throws a low one at, at a guy's ankles, incomplete pass. It's third and 10. And this is where it got definitely Definitely loud. on third yeah. and 10, this place is, I mean, at this point, the Richter scale is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Third and 10, Deontay Williams in the back pedal, jumps it, interception, returns it down to about the 13-yard line. And at this point, if you weren't friends with everybody around you, you got you might as well queue up the stepbrothers. Did we just become best friends? You got yep. acquainted with your neighbors. We started, I mean, we are... Did you? You said you hurt your. Was this the play you hurt your neck? What play did you hurt your? At neck? some point, it hurt my neck. So oh, goes, I, I hurt my neck. <laughs> I think I was twisting around, high fiving people, and I had a neck kink. You at one point go. I hurt my neck. <laughs> I hurt my neck. <laughs> but you're so excited, you don't want to be like, God dang it, Al. But it is so pick. Deontay was stretch for these big games. I know? know we needed to like go out there and do a dynamic warm up with like elbow instep and all that stuff, but it's rocking in that joint. Yeah. Nebraska takes over the 13 yard line. Frost once again goes in his bag with a gorgeous play. A little like I- I've never seen a little short motion. You know, like, Alabama did that. I think last year did in they? the in the the championship game they'd, they'd run the receiver it was from the receiver and then it would be that like, yes it, it's run it motion and then back bubble over the top it's really oh. like a counterintuitive yes. motion but what i liked is that they went to falk who i think the defense sees falk and they kind of go 
don't worry about that. Right. But like, he, that's like, why. I mean, right. he, he can. He's actually decently athletic. I thought Levi Falk played good last he night. He did, and so they threw it to him, and he he cruised it and, and closed it out. But another thing too, not to. I mean, you may look at that's not the like for Martinez. It's another like. It's a touch. It's a sometimes those short touch passes. He's had trouble with those. And like he was good on a few of those. I mean, it was yeah. like CP three throwing it. Like it was it's throwing lobs, throwing a lob. Fault catches. You then had I think it was Martin down the field penned in a guy at like the five. Fault scores. Oh, and man. now Memorial Stadium was fully volcanoed at this point. Yeah, and this is where I think. The three years of we haven't had a lot to cheer about in that right. stadium. Sort of just it all came out in these right. next couple minutes. Like whatever you had inside you was out. It was gonna be out after I had that. Fully, I'm. I'm. I mean, yeah. I acted. I, acted I, like was I was giving you the Ric Flair. Ric Flared my chest. Ric Flair. You put me against the ropes. You <laughs> slapped my chest you a couple just, of times. Ah. I took it. Like I was Happy Gilmore in the batting cages, and we basically were, you and I. I yeah. turned to you, you slapped my chest. I slapped you, but that was n- right in line with what everybody else. Everybody was, doing. was losing their. They had, everyone it had lost so all much fun. sense of caring about Nick, what they were being viewed as. We doing. lost it's, last night, and I having fun. Talking about how much fun we had last night. Oh, so, I had so much fun. The end of the third quarter, I haven't had that much fun in a long, long time. That was as much fun as I've had in a game that I can remember in a decade. Well, because hold on now. Nebraska goes for two and gets it. Martinez gets hits in the Lambo and just like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That makes sense at all. Just tell me the truth. If that makes sense. Put the key in your pocket. Does that make sense? I loved it though. I loved it. I don't know why. You did went. kind of take. You know, moment. Lamborghinis they turn on in your pocket, yeah, isn't you that turn right? Turn on your pocket. But he uh, did cruise it to that. He cru- he. he <laughs> And just hit that pylon. So think about this three game or three play stretch: Deontay Williams interception, Falk touchdown, Martinez two point conversion. Yeah. At that point, it could it get more crunk. Well, because that's the thing is, you, everybody knows that in one minute we're waiting for it. It's the it's the it's the ACDC Nirvana red light show. Yeah. And it comes, and it is. That thing was cool. That was very cool. I mean, it was. I I don't know. Did they show that uh, to the the people at home? I think they showed a little bit of it. They did. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like part of this. Like you know, Nebraska's got to recruit. Nebraska's trying to just build their thing. Like this is what I would love people from around the country to be able to see. Is that that was a experience. That was I I wish we had more. I wish every recruit that we were could dream about getting could have come to this game you because were in the in that, that building for the third quarter nick i looked down the sidelines and every kid for nebraska and for michigan was going crazy. during the light show yes. were dancing right and going berserk right i mean it was it was amazing it's incredible it just was an incredible the final three plays or that three play stretch towards the end of the third yeah. quarter bridging into the light show. Are you I hurt I again? Hurt myself. Come now. on. Oh, golly. You I mean, are you in the injury report after just being in the 
watching the game. I That's mean, what's that good. This is bad. It's not good. I'm now so hot, hot I got to roll up my sleeves. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, but so now it's the end of the third quarter. Nebraska leads 22 to 19. Holy shit. It was 13 to nothing. It was 13 to nothing. Things look bleak. And it is Nebraska scores 22 points on Michigan in the third quarter. And they are ahead. It's nuts. I felt like it was it, it was our game from that point out. Though. So did I. So did I. So here comes the fourth quarter. Whew. Here we go. They pick up a first down on the ground. Michigan does. Nebraska gets it to third and eight. But what does Michigan like to do on third and long with this little tight end play? They want to do it. Here it comes again. Third and eight. They run the little tight end delay. They pick it up. Kalarvik couldn't get him down. Kalarvik was one of those plays. The first time they ran it, it was a bust. There kind of was no one around him. Kalarvik was there. He just couldn't get him down. It was just a step too slow. They didn't pick up a, a first down running the ball. They pick up another. They pick up two first downs running the ball. And then Michigan scores on a 29-yard touchdown run. It's bad play by Garrett Nelson, even though he's our boy. Our boy. Yeah, Nelson missed him. And then I also thought Kalarvik had a rough series on this one. This was, uh, I think they were trying to rotate. Guys were getting tired. So Reimer wasn't on the field for this series. And Kalarvik kind of had a rough eight or nine plays there. But what an answer from Michigan. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden now it's 26-22 with 11-21 And left. this is where it's like, I think sometimes all we think about is Nebraska. But like Michigan you gotta give had it to them, man. three like huge momentum swinging plays against them the light show and they stepped up and responded like to me, like you got to talk about Michigan. Sometimes the other team just, they got dudes too. They got guys that can play in those dudes kind of, they, they kind of nutted up and 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 watch it. Rewatching it. I thought it rewatching it. And you said it at the time you called it early. At this point, it's pretty clear. Nebraska's defense is wearing down to me. The, this the it's the play count yes. and they ran the ball like play count and they really ran it physically because that, that's all that drive was it was a ground and pound yeah. and they skirt one in from 26 yards but that's a hell, but I can't express how impressive of an answer that is for Michigan because the is. place earthquaked and that, they that's why they deserve to win that game is probably right. that driver that right drive there. right there is a hell of an answer but then you want you want answers I got an answer for your answer. Okay, Nebraska then takes over. First down, Bet. It's the Bet's fumble on the pitch. Probably bad pitch by Martinez, but yeah. a pretty good job by Bet's to at least get, recover it. Second and eleven, crazy play here. Martinez, a, a crazy escape scramble, throws it to Oliver Martin down the field. It almost is intercepted and somehow ends up in Oliver Martin's stomach. Yeah. He catches it. If he would have like caught it clean, he could have turned and maybe maybe score scored. Yeah. But he kind of bobbles it, but he gets a 20-yard gain. Big play. Next play, you get a huge run. Probably Ramir Johnson's best run of the game. Little off tackle, good cutback, makes a safety miss, about a 25-yard run. So now the ball's inside the red zone. The very next play, that's the thing about this offense. Sometimes, like, when it gets going, it gets going. So the next play, they run the little play-action pass to Allen over the middle. 
six eight, threw that bitch about nine feet high. Tree is tall, throw tree it high. Tall, tree tall, throw high to Austin Allen. He catch any branch you throw at him. It's my, high. My friend Allen. My friend Allen <laughs> like tall passes because he tall himself. Adrian, you throw it by tallest branch. Speaking of our boy, where was Vokal? I feel like I never saw Vokal. I know he was there. I saw him on the sidelines a couple of times, but he wasn't on the field a ton. Was there something about... Maybe just wasn't... We didn't use much too tight end. For whatever, it must yeah. not have been a too tight end kind of a game, but I would have thought it would have been. But he wasn't on the field a ton. But Nebraska then gets it to the five-yard line. They run a zone read at Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Hutchinson crashes down on Ramir. Adrian scoots on in there for a five-yard touchdown what an answer eight plays 75 yards adrian martinez five-yard touchdown run nebraska retakes the lead 29 26 with seven minutes left at this point you're kind of going hold on what do you what's that taste is that victory like at that point you're i think it was the first time i allowed myself to really go like Oh my God, Nebraska is going to win this yeah. game. It felt like it. It felt like it because we were responding to like we just uh, we were just we had the juice on offense, which usually is to the, me like oh, when we win, rolling. we have the juice on offense. They were rolling. Michigan comes out; it's their turn to answer. It's where you got to give. Like this was a hell of a game. God, it this was a real, this second half was, in particular was. You know what's actually it. it Fury Wilder. Did you see any of those? I highlights? saw those highlights. Yes. They, these are heavyweights. Right. And it's shot. It's hammering shot, each it's other. It's knock you down. It's knock five you knockdowns down. in that fight. Five knockdowns. Right. That was like the second half. And it was half. back and forth. So I think that's a that was a great comparison. It's like you had two heavyweights. Two blue blood programs. And they were going back and forth. And I, we haven't been doing – we haven't had – like, usually when we play good, we win. We play bad, we don't. Like, we were really going back and forth. It was really bad because both both game. ways were answering. Yeah, great game. So then Michigan comes out. They get to second and three. And this is probably the most unbelievable play of the game for them. It's the hurdle from their running back. Oh, second and three, dude hits a crease, gets to the second level. He hurdles Markel Dismuke, who wasn't necessarily that low. No, this was this wasn't like it wasn't your normal looking hurdle where Dismuke went like to the ground. I mean, I feel like a businessman could have been walking down the street holding a briefcase <laughs> and he would have jumped over his head. It was an unbelievably athletic play. He jumped high. He jumped really high and then <laughs> lands and then kind of like picked. Picks his speed, but then he went, and Adrian's like, oh, you got a Lamborghini too, and takes off, and he runs for a 50, is a 50-yard run. Yeah. Goes from pretty much the 25 to the 25. Incredible play. But Nebraska stands tall, gets it to third and nine. Bo, I ask you again, what play has happened a couple of times already on know. third and long. I better not think about it. Third and nine. Shotgun spread out. Tight end inside. They run the tight end delay again. Yeah. And this time, it looks like they got it, but Henrich just just missed him. And Henrich, this was a moment of sometimes, I've seen Henrich just a couple times. There are times you got to lay out to try to make a tackle. Yeah. This was a time I think you got to keep running through. Right. 
And I think he, he, she just dove a little early instead of a couple more steps. Cause he, like, Cause the guy wasn't a big there yet. This guy's not a burner. No, and he wasn't there yet. You kind of got to know where the sticks are and just get him down before there. He was just a little late and he, he dove a little early. Frustrating. Cause the ball's at the 24. So it'd have been a pretty long field goal at that point, a decently long field goal. Five minutes left. They run the tight end delay. They get it again. Nebraska, then the defense stands up tall again, third and seven. You get a false start on Michigan, backs them up to third and 12. They get an incomplete pass. So once again, you got to tip your cap to the black shirts. They're, they're hanging in there. They allowed the 50-yard run chunk play, but when they had to bow up and get a stop, they did. Michigan settles for a 31-yard field goal, makes it. It's 29-29 with three minutes left. Big win for the Huskers just to hold them. Just to hold them. Yeah. So here you go. I turned to you and I said, it's legend time. It's like this is when you this is when you kind of become a legend, you know. Quick update on Martinez's stats passing. First half, Martinez was five of eleven for 94 yards and a pick. In the second half, Martinez was 10 for 11 for 165 yards, and he has four total touchdowns. This dude, so there's no reason that Martinez didn't walk on that field like, I'm a bad boy. In his first play. Well, first down, throws it to Falk for a seven-yard gain. Second down, goes to Ramir. He gets stuffed. Yeah. Third and one, two minutes left. They run Adrian Martinez. He picks up the first down. He's in the pile. It's still kind of moving a little bit. Refs don't blow the whistle. Number two for Michigan comes in there. <sighs> Give me that. Strips it from him. Michigan scoops it up. It's now Michigan ball. You rewatch it. I wish I could sit there and say, oh, come on, blow the whistle forward. Progress had stopped. It would, I mean, they had kind of, the one thing I'll give the refs, they had kind of been consistent in letting piles. Michigan move their pile. Like, they had kind of been consistent with not having a quick whistle in those spots. I, I mean, at that point, it's like just Martinez got to hang on to the ball. I wish, I hoped, you know, you hope that the call goes our way, but I don't get mad at refs for not blowing their whistle a lot. So that, I'm not to me, falls in the line of like, they didn't blow their whistle. I, I It's one of those plays to me. It's like just Martinez got to hang on to the ball. When you had gotten the first down, at that point, it's just you hold on to that thing for dear life. There's There comes points in the game where the coaching is done. Players play. Players win and players lose. Their dude ripped it. He lost it. There's nothing else you really need to say about it. It's just – it's a play. I mean, you, we can talk about blowing the whistle – I don't. I you just, can't let a guy rip it, whether it's a whistle blow. That's what or I'm not. saying. You just. I think Martinez was was waiting for the whistle and relaxed. But we. You showed me that highlight. Didn't Hutchinson come blast him Hutchinson, low? Hutchinson him came low. in and kind of yeah. load him, and then but two comes in there and does yeah. Two came in there and was like ripping at it, kind that's, of stuff you would two, do. That's the but stuff he's I going was, for the ball. I believed in that, like, going for the ball all the time. He came in boat. You would have, like, you got to give it. I mean, he came in there and just ripped it from Adrian. That's playing. That's a player playing. And at this point, it is jaw agape, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Even Frost. Frost's reaction was, like, he is pretty much 
hand, palm to forehead, like, oh my God. So then Michigan takes over at the 18-yard line with a minute 45 left. It's not completely over. Nebraska forces a three and out. Reimer makes a hell of a play on third down to force a loss to make it a little bit of a longer field goal. But a 37-yard field goal. Yeah, Yeah. so I think it was, I wrote down 39. It might have been 37, but 37, 39-yard field goal with a minute 28 is perfect. Dude splits the uprights. So now it's 32 to 29 Michigan leads. Mm-hmm. So here comes Nebraska, minute 24 left, no timeouts, down three. First down, exactly what you want. Get a little bit of a chunk. They run a nice little kind of corner route to Samari Torre, who gets it all the way to about the 50-yard line. It was a gain of 25 yards. It's out of bounds. Gets out of bounds. So now Nebraska has the ball at the 50 with about a minute 15 minute 18 left and all you got to do technically is get to the 35 and Culp's got a shot at yeah, you got to get 20 yards got to get 15 20 more yards and you're in business yeah at this point you're going whoa okay first down martinez gets flushed throws it away second down this is probably the second and third down rewatching it second and down second down i knew was a tough one third down was a tough one too Second down, they blitz. They get a shallow crosser to Levi Falk. He is open. And not only is he open, he's going to have a blocker out in front of him along the sideline. Falk was going to catch that and easily get 15, 20 yards. So if Falk catches that, they get into field goal range. But Martinez misses him. So now it's, but that's a big play. Oh, man. So now it's third down and 10. They run a screen. And, Bo, you rewatch it. 63. I, I don't know. The, the Yeah. It's one block. He just missed it? Just missed it. A guy kind of, I mean, it's a decent play by then, but it's one. If if no, if 63 makes his block, Ramir might have picked it up. It's one block, one missed throw. Get you to fourth and 10. And at this point, we all know they blitz. Martinez throws a, a long ball to Ture. The last moon ball. The last moon ball of the game falls incomplete. Ball game. Michigan wins 32 to 29. I that, that <laughs> bugs me to hear about. For some reason the screen, the screen and the miss falk. You rewatch, but re, we, I'm gonna have to when when you leave, uh, I'm gonna have to pull them up for you. I, like I want to see that. God. Falk is open and he had room. And New 63, if he gets one block, Ramir probably picks up a first down. It's funny. It's like Adrian right now is in so many ways so good. But those th- last three plays that he was not good is that, that's he, what he literally let's, let's talk almost about there. becomes a legend if he makes one of those three plays. I think we're in good shape. You know, the fumble, the, if he doesn't fumble, or if he you know, if he makes one of those two, I think we have a good chance of either A, scoring, or B, you know, tying it, going to overtime, and winning that game. And that dude, if he wins that game, that guy goes to another level in Nebraska history. I, I'm not so sure that he doesn't start moving up the ranks on yes. Because he's been so good for the right. last four or five games, right? It's just, it's a... It, you know, 
before we get into this Martinez conversation, now I feel like, you know, you know, some people, whenever they say the term, like not to be racist, and then yeah. they say the most <laughs> racist thing in the world, you know, like, like just by prefacing it, uh, like it, like allows you to be like, not to be sexist, not to be sexist. It's going to be but, really yeah, sexist. Like, <laughs> I do think you and I have been consistent in we are Martinez fans. We're Martinez defenders. Yes. Even when dude was benched, we broke back mountain him. I wish I knew how to quit you, but we would never quit would him. Never quit. We would never quit Adrian Martinez. But it's this weird Martinez conundrum where, again, Nebraska, of all the problems Mar Nebraska has, Martinez is so far down the list. But there's this weird thing with Adrian where he simultaneously gives you a chance to win, and then yet he is yet to make the big clutch play to win. Does that make sense? I feel like he and, makes them and it depends in on times, and then when he has to do it again, right? Like, because like last you, night, he made you, the plays. He made the play. Then the, they score. Right. And then he has to do it again. So, so there's the whole, depth, okay, what is clutch? Are we just going to arbitrarily say that the final two minutes is the clutch time and it wasn't what he had done throughout the whole second half? Yeah. Because that's what that's also hard, too. He he. The, the issue with him is he he's been clutch except for the last one, whatever the last one is, right. Has been where he hasn't, he's been like the two or three before those are kind of crunch times the fourth quarter in the right. third, fourth quarter. And he was, he was great, but then, but then, but then the last one ripped the last one. It's been, he gets stripped, loses the ball. <sighs> they, they kick a field goal and then he misses Falk on the crosser. Yeah, I, it's like, I, I, it's, it's like, funny. Like when you watch a guy like Aaron Rodgers, it's like every time he gets a minute in, ch in change, he wins you the game. Every time. Yeah, those guys. Those you know, it's like nine out of ten. He's those, those win. dudes. Those you know, Breeze, Manning, Brady. Like those guys, just in those spots. Now again, we just be like, well, guys, you just com are comparing. I know, but but I'm just saying, like, there's something too. Well, even even uh, we did Husker Classic recaps. We watched '97 Missouri. Yeah, everybody remembers the Shevin Wiggins kick, Davison catch. But what they don't remember was Scott Frost was nails driving him down the field. Yeah, Scott Frost can't really throw, but it was legend. He made time. the throws. He yeah. made the throws. And so, again, I I want to make sure people. I like. There's nothing that annoys me more than people that are like that are just a Martinez. This team's going until Martinez is out of here. You're, you're not going to, it's like, give me a break. No, we need him. We but there's need just, him. There's this weird thing where it's like, they simultaneously have no prayer of winning that game without Martinez, no prayer. But yet in, he makes, he, he doesn't make the big play and he makes he, the backbreaking mistake. Here's what's, here's what's great ab about him. And the, like, I think he's got a mindset that like, he has the ability to at some point yeah. be the guy that does make the like I haven't ruled out that he can get there. You know, like some people are like he just doesn't have it. There's still a part of me that thinks like if he can get one of those games, right? Like if that if he could have won that game and been clutch right in the last drive there, I feel like 
the every other game after that he will be able to. I think he needs to just cross the hurdle. He just has never done Maybe it. He's kind of your your case in point of Nebraska football at large, you know, as a program. Like yeah. they can't get over that hump because he kind of can't get over that hump. Yeah, I mean, like and, I think you know, like some of those times it's been like you know people won't block for him, and you know it's not all right. on him. But he's had five to eight games that, like. He's made the mistake. So it's weird. I just, again, I want to make sure we, we make this abundantly clear. Martinez is so far down the list of whatever He's problem. our best player. He's the best player on the team. He's the only, if without that dude, Nebraska has no chance. In the second half, he was out of this world good. Out of this world yeah. good. But it's just this weird thing with him that like in these big moments, he, he He's, I don't he, know. It's for us to be a great team and, and, you know, win eight, nine games, he do, he has to not only be great all game, he's got to basically, he's got to be the guy that gets us over the hump in the last right. minute of these games. Right. He's It's not going to work without it, him. We can't go in there and have Scott Frost just call the best plays. Right. Like at some point, he's got to do what he's doing the rest of the game in those last two minutes. He's got to do it. He's got to do it. And I feel like he's getting closer. I do too. And, and again, I, I want to make sure. He's got to like, just get over that hump. We are not, um, we're not trying to rip Martinez. We are Martinez fans. I think the guy's a really, really good football player. Yeah. But it's just this weird, it's just a weird deal. You know, it's like. But I won't rule it, him out that he can't do it. You know, I'm not some at people, all. I bet yeah. you some people say he just can't yeah, I'm do not, that. Yeah, I'm not ready to dismiss that I guy. I think he just needs to do it once. So then from then on, he'll like. That will be out of his system that he can't. It's just a weird. It's such a weird situation. Nick, it's happened it, it's, so many times in the last three years. It's almost unfathomable how many times it happened. Nick, against Oklahoma, Michigan State. Uh, here you go. Michigan. And, you know, it's like every time it's happened. This is. It's just so. To tie it back to what, as we wrap it up with this, to tie it what we said at the start, where it's like. What Dirk wrote in his column, I swear I'm watching a good team and they're three and four. I swear I'm watching a good play in, player in Martinez. And then it's like in a big moment, he coughs it up. Or yeah, like, and so it's like I this. I swear I'm not watching a guy who who's scared of the moment. No, I don't see that. I see a guy that like is rising to the occasion for a lot of these clutch moments. It's just like the last moment he is. For some reason, he's got just, a block. We've got a block. I mean, it's not just him. It's all of right. us. I mean, it's for two or three games. It was our special teams decided like, oh, it's a big moment. We're going to uh, piss our pants. Hold on. Let me take my diapers off. Yeah. I want, I want, that I, want little, I want that, you know, that dark puddle that you see in my khakis. I want <laughs> everyone to see it. That was like, that's not an Adrian. That's on those guys. Right. But we've, so it's him and our team collectively. We got to get, we got to get over that, man. It's just. Since so I saw Brett McMurphy tweeted this out since 2018. So since Frost got here, Nebraska has lost the most one score games in the country during that time frame was 16. <laughs> 16. They've lost four one score games this year. So Nebraska is now five and 16 in games decided by one score or less I mean, in Frost tenure. We might need to work on special teams in two minute drill nonstop for like 30 minutes a day or 40 minutes. I mean, yeah. like we, we are just like, 
we have like I know they practice it, but like there must be something about us that just doesn't quite switch into the mode. The like I don't know what it, it is. Get it done. It's just close it. Like we are just something about us. Something about Adrian. We're just not quite getting it, and it's close. Right. It's so close, but man, we got to get it done. I just sixteen one sixteen. They have the most. In the, so since Frost got theirs from 2018 till now, nobody has more losses by one score or less than Nebraska. It's nobody. Believable. So that's the, that's we're, we're no matter what we do, we end up in this exact same spot of like, are they, cl- you know, are they close? What is progress? This, and it's, it's just this weird thing where it's like, I swear I'm watching a good team yet. They don't win. I swear they're getting close yet. They're not, winning and I, I wrote this down where it's like this is kind of this whole situation with Nebraska football has kind of become the very definition of faith mm-hmm. is believing in something without evidence or proof if you want to define yeah evidence and proof if you want to call winning evidence or proof yeah oh it is it's on this it's it's W's and L's but that's what it's become we are entering into this world where you you are believing i think we believe in what's going on yeah but we really have no we can give you anecdotal things but tangible evidence proof no they're 3 and 4 they're losing they're staring down the barrel of a. They're staring down the barrel again of of another losing season potentially. Mm-hmm. So it's just everybody's wrestling with these internal things of like, can you be getting closer and can you be making progress yet? You are not winning. Um, I think what's crazy about this year is I have seen progress while not really winning, not winning the games that we, we need to win. Um, I don't think you can go on for too long and say that, that right? That's where it's like at some point, I think we all, like this season was always going to be a little bit about the eye test. to us. Like you want to, yeah. you know, when it's, I, I don't see how anybody can, again, if you want to just go wins and losses, well then, listen, like I got, we got, there's no real rebuttal. You can, no, you can give back to that. But I think it's pretty disingenuous. If someone is to sit here and say, I've seen no progress. It's like, they, I, they are, you, you can roll your eyes at this, but it kind of feels like they are pick your, pick a play at Illinois. You could either do the, the roughing the passer on Caleb Tanner play or the safety with Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah. The, at Oklahoma, you could probably say, uh, let's just, let's say that's a loss. Michigan State, the punt, mm-hmm. and then Oklahoma, Martinez's fumble. And they might go win in overtime. So they are they are like three or four plays away from being like five and one mm-hmm. with wins over Michigan State, Michigan. Like, yeah, I, 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 but yet they're three and four. To me, it's like the eye test is physicality. It's, uh, you know, fundamental football. It's athleticism. It, it's like, it, it's, you look like you should be out there. You belong. Like we look like we belonged out there with Michigan. Totally. But 
it's hard to continue to build on that stuff if you're never getting W's because I think people start panicking. Um, and you know, over time with no W's, people stop believing to do the the things that are working that gets them looking right for the eye test. You stop doing those things if you're not winning. Right. And that's the that's the trap they can't fall into. They need to keep building and be sort of uh, mind-numbingly relentless in that until it just spills into that they're going to get It's almost like, you know, that, you know, like a chopping at a tree and just trust that you are getting to that timber moment. I I actually was thinking about this this morning. I was like, if like you could give the team advice, my advice would be you've got to be relentless in knowing that building and sticking to the plan of like trying to get better and building on it and build like you've got to be relentless. But it's you and I were talking as we were walking out of the stadium, like, man, it's a very interesting. Yeah. I I mean, I think Scott Frost has done a good job of providing solutions schematically personnel wise, all those things, but almost now it becomes a, you got to be a hell of a psychologist and you got to get these guys to continue to be relentless in their what because to me what they are doing day to day you're kind of seeing it but for whatever reason it just somehow nebraska right now is a good football team that isn't winning they can't find a way to win they close games. not win a close game like they're not getting we we it's like we are always in games which is so weird because I mean, that, that we, we had a time from about 2004 well, actually, from 2001 to 2017 or 18. Yeah, last where, year, Riley, where it was like... It, if you lost, you lost huge. Right. And that was what, what we... Like, you kind of just... It was built into our DNA for 15 years. And then Frost gets here, and now it's like, we don't lose huge, but we lose by this much every time. Five and 16. It's so weird. It's in a one score game. And that's why I'm 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 so on board with with building and, and just having them keep going because that, that's I, what, I I the fact I that it's believe, not blowouts tells me we're closer than not. I am going to continue to trust my eyes. I know what good foot a good football team looks like. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good football team. And I think it's heading in the right direction. Yeah. Now it gets, it'll test your faith when you continue to lose. It'll test you. And the more you lose, the harder it'll it get. gets to believe. Yeah. But it's just a weird state of affairs where it's like you swear you're watching a, a good team, but they don't win. You With Martinez at times, you, feel, you swear you're watching a, a baller, but he's just not winning. And yeah. so I really do think, too, it's like, like I think about the guy from Michigan the Hutchinson and like, you know, like an Amir Abdullah just sprinkle one or two more guys. I think that makes winning a lot easier because right. you, it takes Martinez from having to be perfect. All, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's what's so hard. We're sitting here like Martinez, Martinez has to be perfect. And I think like, so part of me thinks it's like, you got to keep building and you got to sprinkle in a couple more guys it, to just make it easier to win. I mean, at this point, it's almost like, what Martinez is having to do is almost akin to remember the 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 NBA Finals the 20, 2015 with Braun when he was with Della Vadova and oh, yeah, when oh, Kevin yeah. Love was hurt Kyrie went out in Game yeah. One and it was like LeBron was having to have like having to score forty three 
18 boards, 12 assists, and he would still lose. And yet people would be like, he, you know, some people would still be like, he can't get it done. It's like, well, okay, well, maybe next game I'll have 52. You'd watch him and go, man, he's pretty good. You go, sometimes that's what's weird about, I mean, I don't know, basketball and football and sports where it's like, sometimes, like, is Charles Barkley a loser? Chris Paul might be as good of an example. Chris Paul, like, Like, Chris Chris Paul a loser? Chris Paul's not a loser to me because I think God that guy's good. He well, wills what, his team in it. Can't win the big so one. So that's right what's now. so hard. You, you, but you see what I'm getting yeah. at. We're like, can you? There can be guys that lose that aren't losers. Yeah. And I look at Martinez and I'm like, that guy that he's lost. But I, I'd have a hard time saying that he's a loser. Yeah. You know. I, and that's the problem. Is like, I mean, Martinez is having again. I read his stat line heading onto the field for the final. For the the series where he fumbles the ball, he was in the second half. He was ten for eleven, one hundred and sixty five yards and four total touchdowns against one of the ten to fifteen best defenses in the country. Yeah, they're they're a solid tough team. I mean, it's like what, I mean, if you're Martinez, it's like oh sorry, that's not good enough. Like what do you what do you guys? So <sighs> it, I, it's, it's just, hard. It's, it's hard, hard, man. But man, man I, I mean, I, I undeniably to me. More progress is made. Totally, totally agree. And believe, that's what's so weird. You got to believe. Got to continue to that believe. The wins are going to come. I'll tell you what. This game against Minnesota, though, is it's it going to be hard? Just because I feel like when you absolutely expel it all, I saw. I mean, our defense. I went out there and they looked like we saw Stilly walking off the field. And Garrett was Nelson like, was walking off the field like Ugh. those. That was a eighty some plays, eighty plays, physical eighty plays. Where can these guys physically recover? Because, again, they've been going, this is going to be their eighth straight week of playing, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, that, like, at that point, you could speak to that. They're probably a little worn down. Yeah. But they're winding down as my daughter knocks on the door. We'll wrap this up before she comes into this pod studio. Okay. But we keep do that. We do this every week where it's like game comes. We say it's the biggest game in the world. Then that game happens. Then we say, then we look for the next week and it's like, well, now that game is the biggest game in the this world. This isn't the biggest game. So I, this is where I think we're okay. So that's a bigger game. But this is a scary rebound game because we're worn out. Yep. This is, it's a huge game because now this is a game you got to find a way to win. Yeah. You got to find a way to win. Well, she's giving us the, the she, heat, she's so. our director of, of podcast operations. My five-year-old daughter is telling us we've got to clap our so. way out of here. It's Ryan Ryder. Or Luke Ryder. Or Luke Ryder. Innocent. A Huda Media Production.